Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Visionary Music Festival Talks. I am your host, Jade Nichelle from Creative Business University, and we are so fortunate to have in the building with us today the Jacqueline Jacks. We are so excited to have her. She has over 25 years of experience in the music industry, and she has worked in artist development and radio and advertisement. She has done community building, journalism, music publicity, and so much more. We are in for a treat. Jacqueline, I would love for you to just tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background, and just where you started and how you got here. Thank you so much for having me. And you're doing a wonderful job. I mean, this is really a gift that you're offering to indie artists and also um, to music professionals, you know? So it's so exciting to meet you. And when you asked me to do it, it was my pleasure. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Wonderful. Yes, we are so excited to have you. You are one of the music industry just champs who is like helping out the music industry, helping out indie artists and I just feel so blessed to have, have met you and that you agreed to come on the show and even supporting with connecting us with other artists and a lot of things behind You're welcome. Me. So it's so, so, so great. So yeah. You're very welcome. <laughs> well, I've been in the industry for, you know, like you said, uh, 25 years at least. And I started in artist development, moved into radio, and then um, I'm still in radio and I picked up journalism as well as uh, music marketing. So Music Marketing Insider is something that I created so that artists can get, you know, some information that is really good and helpful. There's also a course that I offer on Udemy. Um, there's going to be a new one this year, although the, the 2021 course is updated all the time anyway. So, you know, whichever. And I think it's just important it's an important side to what I do. I've always put in, you know, as many community hours for free as I can every year in training indie artists. And that's, you know, I don't get paid for that part. I actually just do it because there's so many questions and I feel like the information gets confused very often. And so many times things will change and people will not know where to pivot and where and how to shift. And maybe my newsletter that I offer every day will kind of fill in some of those gaps. So, you know, I dedicate that amount of time and that's just something that I like to do. It makes me feel good. And it's definitely it's it's so rewarding because the people I meet like you, you know, it makes it all worthwhile. You know, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Can you can you speak a little bit to that newsletter and, and kind of what made you um what what kind of inspired the the name of it and what the name of it is so that our audience can know kind of where to go and sign up for that? Good question. Yeah. So Jack's Daily Newsletter is uh, part of the broadcast on AVALiveRadio.info. It also has a newsletter. So the things that, you know, maybe come out in the day that aren't actually on the broadcast are all there. And they're in, in detail, as will be the questions that you're asking me here will be mapped out in detail on the newsletter. And obviously, um, it will be demonstrated where the video can be seen. So the newsletter can be picked up at JacquelineJacks.medium.com. So it is part of the Medium platform, which I absolutely love. It just just makes it so easy. And uh, there's a lot of great writers on there. So once you do, I, 
like you can get it for free, but there's also a paid subscription that isn't very much per month and you get all of the medium writers. And it's amazing because there's some really wonderful writers on there. You know, I'm in very much support of that platform just because of the quality that it offers. So you're getting a lot of really good, solid information rather than just whatever pops up on the Internet, you know? Right. Yeah. That detailed information and that that information that speaks directly to the issue instead of having to sort through it is yeah. so important. So, yeah. yeah, I'll definitely have that link down in the description below for anyone who Thank would you. want to check out uh, Jacqueline's daily newsletter. I know that's um, that's going to be a really awesome um resource and, and something that's going to help a lot of singers out there. So um, great, 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 great. So can you tell me a little bit about maybe your um, your start in music and what kind of inspired you to um, want to go into this industry? When I was younger, I actually wanted to be a singer and I, my, my mom supported it. <laughs> and she literally traced me all across the country, getting me lessons in Nashville and with all of the top people in California and, you know, everything she could do to support me. And ultimately I was just really young. And, you know, when the offers came in, I was one of those people that just, nah, I don't like that offer. <laughs> Thinking that it's just going to go on forever. And, you know, it was always, it was always a matter of, um, I love doing this and I love, the people I'm meeting, but I don't want to travel like and and sign the contracts that they were offering, you know. Sure. And I and I thought about it, and I I said, you know, it's it's okay. I was really young, and I was gonna I was going to art school. I was really happy with my life. I didn't want to be part of like exposés group, you know, and go on to Egypt and go touring around the world and and miss that time and that time with my family, you know. And it was when you read the contracts, you get so locked in that it's like seven years of your life and you own nothing and you come out with nothing. So at that moment in time, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have any of that. And I opted, you know, ultimately just to do it for fun and you know, just do my own thing. Went to art school and I ended up working in artist development, which brought me into radio as an opportunity just to um, get some more exposure for people that I was working with. And, and I thought, you know, podcast is interesting. This is new. You know, I was there at the very beginning and it was, it was, uh, it was a podcast on blog talk radio that interviewed me for the American vocal Academy. Cause I was working with them at the time and they gave me the idea of starting a podcast to just go on and talk about what I'm doing in the studios. Like just how I connect artists with producers and get them to communicate better, you know, to get the best out of them. And that's mainly what I was doing at that time. And uh, then I ended up with my own radio show. And then I ended up with a manager who said, you know, you need to get on radio. And then he looked at my numbers and he said, forget it. We can't reach as many people as you're getting online right now. So, wow. you know, if you go on radio in Miami, you're going to reach 100,000 people right now. You're reaching more than that. And I have no idea how to advise you because there was no template, literally nothing. But there were just so many people that were interested. Um, when I did my first alone broadcast, it was on Blog Talk Radio. I remember because Alan Levy was the owner of Blog Talk Radio. And uh, I got the show through him. And literally 100 artists called in on the opening day of that show. 
a hundred of them just to say mm -hmm. hello and say congratulations because we opened the phone lines and literally it took us so long to get through all those calls and just say I'm thank sure. you to everyone. It was so amazing. It was the most amazing start to, you know, to what's been a big career for me ever since. Oh my goodness. I bet that was like the best feeling. Just like. It was incredible. Yeah. I was like, wow, I can't believe all you guys are showing up here. Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I know a lot of that is just the energy that you put out and I'm sure, you know, they just felt that, that warmth that you just kind of immediately feel when you're, you know, speaking to you and, and able to connect with you. So I, I, I totally get Thank it. And, and it, it all makes sense how, uh, how it unfolded. So yeah, uh, this is wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So now I, I work for um, indie music spin, which is a great resource for new indie music and I curate, uh, their website for them with with regards to some of the new launches twice a week. I'm doing the radio show for AVA Live Radio Info, which I've done forever, <laughs> and uh, that covers indie artists and new releases, and it also covers some music marketing, which is you know through the Music Marketing Insider, which is the actual name of the project that um, that advises indie artists. So it's fun. It's really fun. I mean, we launch, we put people in touch with radio. Like when I'm working with um, certain indie artists, a lot of times we'll do radio packages. So if the song hasn't come out yet, we have a lot of people that, um, that are just, I'm networking with every day, like the number one station in Mumbai, number four in Africa. I mean, and literally I'm interviewing with him uh, this week, actually. So you're going to see an interview with him coming up soon, but you know, over the years, you meet a lot of people in the music business. And I'm one of those people that I like to meet someone new every day and really dig in and see what they're into, what they're up to, if I can support it, if it's something good for indie artists, like what you're doing, you know, which I was on board with right away because I love it. And I think it's so well-timed, you know, yes. um, and that's just it. It's just it's just something I enjoy doing. I, I look forward to the day. So that's good. As long as that keeps happening, I will stay here. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I feel like the music industry is just growing and growing and growing. And, and yeah. our online presence, we were talking about a little bit before we hopped on, on the recording, just um, it's so amazing all the things that that are that are here and that are coming and and the fact that you've experienced kind of the different transition of the music industry as well, um, at least in this last you know 25 years, which has been so many um and you've met so many amazing people um i'm sure you've heard the stories and and kind of witnessed for yourself the ups and the downs that singers um experience and since we're talking to um, our audience of singers i would love for you to share what you think um your biggest um takeaway or what you believe is is the big, biggest kind of struggle that um singers uh, deal with in in choosing this career path you know, I outlined that question in one of my Jack's Daily newsletters recently, and, and it had a lot to do with the music predictions, you know, the predictions for 2022. And all of my my friends and, you know, fellow industry professionals were releasing their predictions, which we do every year. And then we kind of like go back and see who was right and who was wrong and, you know, and, and what how badly we did or how great we did about it, you know. Um, but with regards to that, I think the biggest thing that I see indie artists struggling with, aside from 
finding the audience, right? It's production. I mean, production is a big thing because every time, let's face it, every time you release something, anything creative, you always think it's the best thing you've ever done in your life. And then later, once you've learned and you're at the next level, you're like, oh, should I delete that? Because that was not the best thing I've ever done in my life. But I thought it was amazing. You know, if you're a singer, you'll know what I'm saying. You'll know that at like one o'clock in the morning, you sound freaking amazing. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, my God, did I put that out there? <laughs> so there's like this rule that you never put it out there right away. You always wait till the next morning. Right. So production, I think, is the big deal for today's market, because we have certain things happening like streaming services that um, are are highly competitive. So you're not only looking at your best voice and your original sound and all of that, but you're also looking at length of music in order to be qualified for a playlist, the quality, the EQ, the drops, the timing, when the drops happen, you know, when you come out of it, is, the, is there any part in the song you have to kind of back up and say, all right, if I never heard the song before and it was on a playlist, would I continue listening to it or would I skip it after the first like few seconds? Is there too long of an intro? And if you've ever looked at radio and really kind of sat there and, you know, radio kind of plays in the background, we'd never realize that like the original version of the song is done one way, but the radio version of the song has the singer coming in very quickly. There's never a long mm -hmm. intro on radio. You never hear the, the several bars coming in. Yet a lot of times when musicians release their music, they have all those bars, those filler bars in the beginning. And they're like, you know, in their mind, they go pretty fast. But in a listener's mind, they go real slow. And they're like, when is the song going to start? And if the bars are repetitive or not interesting, boom, they just shift and they go to the next song. And that's what gets you not on a playlist or skipped, which is really bad for your your um, your stats on Spotify. You know, so I think the best thing for struggling singers is the production, all those little little things they got to know about on how to get the interest of a playlist and then work backwards to make sure that you create music that is going to apply to radio is going to have a version that is out there for Spotify playlists if it's on Spotify, you know, and if you're going to do something that has long intros and long things, make sure it's really, really interesting and edit it down as much as possible. You know, I don't know if you realize this, but the average song these days put out by um, the bigger music uh, business professionals is, is like no longer three to four minutes. It's like, you know, just in the upper two minutes because they're cutting out the intros, they're diving right in and they're like really kind of picking, they're cherry picking the best of the song. And that's the version that you usually hear on Spotify. Wow. I hope everyone is taking notes. Because yeah. <laughs> that is such a huge tip. And that's, I mean, it's, it's more than a tip. It's literally something that can um, I feel like separate the good from the great and the great from mm -hmm. the excellent, because if you can capture that attention, as Jacqueline's teaching us, if you can capture that attention within those first few seconds and the yep. listener's going to want to continue to listen. So that is such a huge takeaway. Think about that production as you're creating your song. So, so good. Um, I love it. So, so kind of speaking along the lines of, um, 
of production. I know kind of the prerequisite to that is uh, even getting in the studio. So can you kind of speak to maybe helping artists um, understand how they can gain confidence? Anyone who may be struggling um, with even showing up or using their voice in that in those mm -hmm. very beginning stages. I would love to hear your thoughts. Well, the first thing is exercise before you go in the studio. That's the best thing you can do to loosen up your voice and loosen up your body and your breathing, you know, and that's a big deal because when you're in the studio, your nerves are getting the best of you. But if you, if you exercise, if you swim, you run, whatever it is, if you sprint, you can sprint out the door and around the building as many times as you want, but get it in because it really does relax you and you put you in a different mood and it makes you able to use your, your voice so much more in a powerful way. And a lot of times you'll get into the studio cold or you've had like a cold drink or something and you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not, my voice is just not there, you know? So you want to try and, you know, a little bit of exercise really goes a long way to just kind of fix you up. You know what I mean? To get you in. Um, as far as tips to get in the studio and get the best out of your voice, you mean, or the best in, in production? I mean, like a lot of times when people are in the studio, their vision of what they want and the engineer or the producer's vision of what they're expecting are two different things. So I think there's a real big value in establishing and giving examples of what you're really looking for and making sure they're on board with your vision and they're capable of doing it. A lot of times, you know, in the indie music world, and even the the you know the upper end of music producers, the bigger the producer, the least likely they are to take direction. So they have a sound and they have a responsibility to to put that sound, you know, and to to make that record great. And they want to put that energy and that synergy into your sound. That happens at the lower levels too, but they might not have the kind of like knowledge and experience that it takes to really make your vision happen. So before you end up in the studio with anyone, make sure you do the due diligence, listen to what they've done, really line it up against um, other things that you're expecting, especially quality. Look into how they master because mastering can really change the game for a song, you know, and make sure that like things like, you know, the drops, the EQ, they're really on point because if you've got too much of anything, it's not going to feed well into an iPhone or computer and, you know, and then you're going to you're going to have problems when you try to submit it to radio, when you try to submit it to playlists, they're going to say, yeah, but it just doesn't sit well in the list. You know, it's like it's feeding back too much. The bass is too, too, you know, too fat. There's something going on with it. So I would say communication and building that line of trust, working with somebody who really gets you and that you can communicate exactly what you want specifically and see if they're on board with it and see if they agree. Those are like the best things to do before you get in and actually start, you know, lining up vocals. Wow. Okay. Got it. Jam packed. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I feel like I need to grab a pen. and. Some <laughs> I know I did it for a long time. I was in the studio like every day in Miami all the time. <laughs> I get to I get to co go back and watch the replay and and really breathe in this um, breath of um, experience that we get to have right now. This is so rich, you all. Um, very very exciting. Okay, great great great. So with all of the production, all the artists that you've worked with, and um, just the different studios and 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 newsletters and all the things, um, I'm sure there's been moments where you've had to 
probably more than moments where you've had to do a lot of multitasking and <laughs> kind of uh, figuring out how to organize your time in a way to get everything done. Um, can you speak to us about how to create content consistently? Because I think a lot of singers struggle in this area with, you know, everybody says, be online, be online, be online. So how can you kind of have that work-life balance when it comes to uh, publishing content? Well, I use batch content as the basics a lot. Um, typically, at any given moment, I'm working with, I would say, 100 artists, you know? So you really have to, like, I, I have a meeting with about every single one of them with my team. I'm always really on top as much as you think that, you know, I'm doing all this and that and the other thing. We are actually meeting about every single artist that I work with because they're each unique and they're each different. And, you know, the, the differences really reflect in the marketing, you know, the genres reflect in where you have to send them and, and how you have to go about finding the audience for them, even to get any results today. And we get pretty good results. Like actually just uh, today, this morning, I was going over the numbers and really like 42,000 plays on a SoundCloud song that just came out a couple days ago. And I was like, oh, that's so amazing. You know, like, because I didn't even get to Friday yet. It's Monday. <laughs> like, I usually do reviews on Friday. I'm like, wow, I can't even imagine what the song is going to be like on Friday, you know? So mm -hmm. to get that right, you have to really know the content and what you're putting forward. So when it comes to um, publishing your content, you have to figure out who your audience is and who you're talking to before you put the content out. I think a lot of a lot of people just in general will put out content that they want to see or that they want to deliver. And there's a careful balance between what people want to see from you and what they expect from you when they do follow you and what you deliver to them or want to deliver on a daily basis. So that might make make sense to some people and maybe not to others, but for instance, I have I have two huskies. I don't I don't have a, a, a music account with Husky photos on it. I have an actual Husky Instagram page so that my Huskies can be there, you know, and whatever I'm doing with them goes there. But um, for batching content for the radio station or for my personal pages to keep the things flowing, I usually use uh, Facebook Creator Studio. Facebook Creator Studio is the back end of Facebook. You just go to your creator studio and you can line up your Instagram pages and all your Facebook pages to pre-schedule everything you want. So I would suggest that you make really, really the great pieces of content, um, make a schedule for it and see how it looks in a feed, see how it plays out in a feed. Kind of imagine, you know, if somebody were going to browse down like an Instagram, you have those first nine that people see every time they visit your page. How does that first nine speak to those to people? What does it say mm -hmm. about you? Does it talk about somebody else? Is it just random videos or is it actually talking about you? And does it give a real complete picture of what you're doing at that moment? And how does it promote what you're doing in a way that's authentic? not just pitchy, right? And not repetitively. So yeah. you kind of have to reverse what, you know, you, you have to go out there and look at other Instagram pages, for instance, and say, what do I like about this page? What makes me so excited about this person? What is it about their content that I like to see more of? And then you have to get that into your content in some way that not only attracts the audience for you, that is the right audience, but also speaks to that audience in a way that will make them, you know, respond. And that's a big thing. 
if it's not enough to batch it, it's not enough to publish the content, you actually have to have content that people want to respond to and want to interact with. For a musician, I think it's a lot easier than a music blog or you know, um, a, you know, a radio station or something. Because usually, if you're putting out just like on some of our Instagram pages, we're just putting out clips of the different artists. So ultimately, the reaction is going to be to listen to it, but then go seek out the artist and go to their page. You know, so that's a, a much different purpose of a social media page where an indie artist, you have to build a page that not only is going to get somebody to follow you because it looks professional and they understand what they're going to get from you, but it has to be consistent because when they see you, you in 1500, you know, newsfeed pieces, and by the way, the newsfeed is going chronological again, which is going to be really nice because your newest stuff is actually going to get seen perhaps, right? Then, What'll happen is you have to see how is my stuff going to stand out, but how is my stuff going to keep my followers? Because if I start putting out content that doesn't make any sense, you're going to be like, why am I following that page? You know? Yeah. Why am I following them? <laughs> and, you know, algorithmic, I mean, just the algorithms on these social media pages, they reflect best when you stick with one thing. Mm because they need to understand you. Even YouTube needs to understand you. It takes months before it gets what it is that you're trying to deliver to an audience so that they can even recommend you in their feeds. You know, Instagram and all these places, they all work pretty much the same way. And even though they have changes, like right now, video is big, do reels in 2022, you know, lots of reels, lots of short form video, make it quick, make it TikTok-y, right? But, um, yeah. The thing is, is you just have to make sure it's speaking to the audience that you're trying to get to follow you and keep keep the people, too, as well. So that's that's the biggest thing. As far as pre-scheduling, just use Creator Studio. You know, Hootsuite also has some stuff. There's a lot of tools out there that you can you can get. But, you know, Creator Studio does Facebook and Instagram. What else do you really need right now? You know, keep a copy on your phone and launch it on TikTok. <laughs> so good. So true. Yeah, I hear the nuggets in there. I hear them being have a servant's heart. Think about the the, mm -hmm. the listener, it the is. viewer, yeah. what they want instead mm -hmm. of just what you want to give them. Think about what they want to receive. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, that that makes so much sense. Even when you, you break down the algorithm and mm -hmm. the consistency, yeah. it's like the, a lot of people, at least some people that I've come across, kind of feel like it's so difficult to kind of break into uh, YouTube or, or any uh, social media because the algorithm's always changing. But what I hear you mm -hmm. saying is if you focus on those core things, which is have a topic, <laughs> have, you know, mm -hmm. have consistency and be sure that that, that, that uh, first nine or so posts are professionally done, look mm -hmm. good, and are consistent, then any algorithm across the board, whether that's Instagram or YouTube, are going to you know, pick up on that and understand your message and then deliver it to those viewers and yeah. listeners who want to hear what you're saying. So that's why you're going to do well, actually, because you are a fabulous interviewer and you serve your audience so well. And, you know, it comes across from the minute I met you. The first email all the way through, I, I was absolutely on board and, and it's enchanting how nice you really are, you know, and how good you mean to do. So I, I know you're going to do so well, you know. Oh, wow. That's so encouraging. Thank you so much. This is our you're second welcome. round of, um, of we, we've done some things for moms. 
We've done some things for married folks. We've done some things for um, girl bosses. And now we're ah. focusing on our musicians. It's and so, amazing. Yeah, that's great. It's so fun. And I'm getting goosebumps even just hearing you say that. Thank you so much. I receive it. Um, I, I, I really, really appreciate that. And I can't wait to kind of see how um, this partnership unfolds and, and to just keep, you know, watching out for um, Ava and, and everything that you're doing, which kind of leads to my next question of sure. um, you have so many great projects um, already out. And I'm just so curious, what is um, what's what's more to come? What is that vision? What is that? Um, and, and I know we only have a few more minutes here, but if you don't, don't mind just letting us in a little bit on where you may see yourself a year from now, two years from now, or just what's um, to come in the, you know, ethers of Jacqueline. <laughs> um, you know, I thought a lot about this actually over the last uh, couple of weeks. And I always do this time of year because I love a new year, you know, and Unfortunately, I always process so many losses in December. I don't know what it is about December, but if the, something's going to happen, it always happens in December, right? So I, I was thinking about, okay, what's really important to me come this 2022? What do I want to accomplish? And, you know, let's, that ultimately starts with what we've already accomplished, right? And moving forward, what's going to happen? So, I always think that one, one of my favorite things to do and how I met you is I love to talk to at least one person in the industry a day and give them some time to, to tell me what's going on with them, to tell me what they're doing in the industry, what their goals are, what their dreams are for it, you know, and, and to kind of assess the person, assess if I think that they're going to be a good co contribution to the industry and if they have the drive and determination to actually see it through, right? But that's just been the way I have met people from the first day. And I think that's why I have really great long lasting relationships with pretty much everyone I've ever met, including like clients, but also industry professionals like music curators, bloggers, you know, um, influencers that are just doing amazing things for people. So I think I'm going to continue with that as is my main focus. And that is really just meeting one person a day at least and really having the time to dig in even if that takes an hour or two hours or you know an interview <laughs> and uh, continue the networking so that I can keep reaching out and keep you know just good motions flowing and it, it just it's so good for the soul to meet new people and you know get inspired by them which is something that happens to me when i meet someone like you you know um another thing is a music marketing insider i'm going to be developing that a lot more this year because i have so much interest in it and the course itself on udemy has done really really well as a just kind of a beta launch to see how many people were interested in getting that information and I also wanted to see what their questions were and what their take on it was and to see if I was really driving the point home as far as what I do with my work that works and can they take that information and make it work for them? Am I a good enough teacher, you know, to instruct them on it? And I'm, am I able to, to, to put it in a way that's really understandable on any level, no matter what level you're at like if you know social media or you don't know it at all is there an option for you if you're not really great with a phone you know or is there an option for you if you can't do certain ones and you want to just focus on another so uh, that was a really big target 
this last year. And I think that we really hit a good mark and we've got a, a decent amount of people in the course. So I'm going to be updating it right now for 2022 and then opening up a second course that has some fresh new um, takes on the information. Not the same thing, but something different that has a lot to do with the eight music business predictions that I put out on the Jack's, the Daily Jack's uh, newsletter, which, you know, ultimately has a lot to do with the way the music industry is reflecting TikTok, you know, um, and and just things that are happening, like the major markets uh, moving in Saudi Arabia or like how the entertainment is shaping out online and what people are doing, the collapse of the UK music industry and how we're getting around that, you know, how that's reflecting moving forward. There's a lot of these things like NFTs, right? NFTs are becoming a thing. I mean, there's a lot of things happening in, a, in like on the micro level that can very easily slide in to the next YouTube or the next, you know, mm -hmm. to become the next big thing. And wow. I think it's important to have a course that kind of touches on how to kind of foresee not only where your audience will be, but how you can access them and how you can do things every single day to just move the needle just a little bit more, even if you don't have money to hire a publicist or, you know, even if you come and work with our team, like, you know, in, in small increments and any way you can, and then you can take that and you can move it forward yourself for the next few months. I mean, things like that, I think are really um, filling in the gaps. So I would really like to make that happen on Music Marketing Insider coming up this year. Um, one year from now, I hope to be thriving with music projects, I hope to be, you know, enjoying the time spent with the people that I've met and continue to work and support the indie music industry and make sure that people who want to be creative and want to, you know, put out something that's inspirational and that has something to say and that if it gives them a smile every single day, you know, and puts a smile on their face and it, it provides them with some sunshine and reason to get up in the morning, I want to support that. I want my life to be in something that that kind of made a lot of people smile and get up every day and felt like, hey, you know, I have something to live for. I have something, you know, that's really exciting to me and that keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> you know, so ultimately, when you're from now, I hope to have a lot of really great new people met and um, a lot of really wonderful opportunities for people to learn as well as to gain exposure and god bless hopefully my mom and my dad are still with me and i'm still taking those daily adventures with my huskies every day <laughs> so much fun <laughs> those adventures are like i love huskies they're just so like huggable and like oh they are <laughs> they're a riot they're so oh funny goodness. yeah it's a good work break for sure i enjoy it i get out there every day right now it's snowing so we're like literally i'm taking snow and just throwing it up in the air and it looks like pixie dust and the dogs are like wow they're trying to get at it it's so fun and you're in the, are you in the in the east or are you on the west coast I'm in Canada right now, actually. Canada. Yeah, Ooh, I'm just outside of Toronto. So I'm right on the lake, really close to Niagara Falls. And it's just beautiful weather. And this is like most, this is like the first snow we've had in all of December, like since December. And I'm amazed. You would think it'd be so cold and so snowy, but I'm in this little pocket, I think, you know? 
Right. Well, that's why I asked because, you know, I'm mm-hmm. in Tennessee and it just snowed yesterday for the yes. first time. I mean, you know, it doesn't I snow much that. here. But yeah. that's why I'm like, are you in the north, south, east or west? Because, you know, I'm in the south and it's snowing and it's shocking yeah. because I know. Yeah. You know, yeah, you guys are getting a lot. You're getting a lot of weather. I know. Be careful. <laughs> Definitely. But I, I just love that answer. I love the, the the vision. I see it coming to life. And I, I hear so much of that servant's heart that you have and just wanting everyone around you to feel good about themselves. It shines through so much. I mean, this this chat, I feel like it could go on and on and on, but I know you get to get to your uh, other endeavors and things like that. But I just wanted to, um, yeah, just say thank you so much. I can't wait to share more information about um, everything that you're up to with the audience. The course sounds so cool. The um, the article, I can't wait to check that out <laughs> with the prediction. Yeah, it's going to have a lot a lot more information too. And the article for you actually has a lot of details. So there'll be two. There's right now the music business predictions is already up on the newsletter and you can get it at the jacquelinejacks.medium.com. And then um, as soon as we get video from you, I will definitely have the this the answers in detail to all of the questions that you asked because there was even more information, you know, that um, people can learn from that I filled in. So we did a good job. It's going to be good. You're going to learn a lot. I can't wait. It's going to be so great. So all of our singers out there who are listening, be sure to check those links in the description. And Jacqueline, can you just let us know any other upcoming projects that you have? I know we're going to jump on Instagram for a couple minutes here, but are there any final thoughts or or links or um, places to follow you that you want to share with the audience on this final um, hurrah? Well, if you like daily inspiration, then you can come over to my Instagram page at Jacqueline Jacks because I do a lot of um, words of wisdom and, you know, just encouragement because you're going to have those days, a lot of days being in in not only the music business, but just being a creator in general. You know, we have our ups and downs and I think it's really handy. I know that I I love the conversations and the uh, the messages I get from when I post them, but I talk a lot about things like my um, my people that inspire me, you know, like Oprah Winfrey and how she was always just such a mainstay. She was so inspiring. She's always consistent, and things that we can learn from her, or like Dolly Parton, who is just like man, she's sunshine, right? She's just a healthy dose of sunshine and a blend of hard truth with a spoonful of sugar on top. <laughs> and, you know, so I talk a lot about things that these people have said and what I take from them and how I get through my day and how I wake up with a smile on my face every day, you know, and how I built a career that um, really satisfies me, something that not only feeds my soul, but also just does good for other people, you know, and at the same time is, you know, just something that I enjoy doing. I wake up and I am excited to do it every day, you know, so maybe, maybe that will be helpful, you know, in following that page. I also would love to see you guys on the newsletter because the Jack's Daily newsletter is a, it's a laborious thing, but it is so worth it because the information is amazing and it's got great search engine listings, thankfully 
because actually I, I posted something about Facebook and Facebook actually called me. <laughs> they were like, can you just alter a few things, please? Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, they wanted to make sure the facts, I get fact checked a lot you know, on these things. Big if, you, if Facebook calls you, that's not yeah, a call. I was like, wow, that's great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, the fact checks are doing well. So people are paying attention. They're checking over the information. A lot of people are receiving it. And that I think is, you know, a really valuable thing. It's, it's mm -hmm. something that I, I just will always keep doing. So those two things, I think those are big, you know, I'll be, I'll be working at it every day. I start my day at 4am. So <laughs> I have a lot of, I have a lot of things going on. Working at it and hanging out with those huskies. Yeah. <laughs> Your babies. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. My soul, my soul, uh, my soul searchers, you know. I love to yes. go on adventures with them and see the world through their eyes, especially because they're only 11 months right now. So everything is new. This is their first snow. And, you know, they're just, it's it's amazing watching them grow so fast and and just seeing everything through their eyes and everything's you know. wonder everything's excitement mm -hmm. everything's yeah, yeah. And new yeah and i'm getting tons of exercise <laughs> oh, i'm sure i'm, yeah. I'm sure well thank you thank you jacqueline i i'm i want to be respectful of your time and again i just feel like i could just talk to you all day because it's it's, you're just such a well of great information and, and a ray Thank of sunshine, kind of like what you described, you know, Dolly Parton as just really warm person and, and so appreciated. And especially in the climate and everything that's happening in the world, we need more mm -hmm. of that sunshine and it's so appreciated. And um, so, yeah, again, everyone, be sure to look at those links in the description follow Jacqueline on Instagram. I'll have everything linked there, her uh, course and um, just, yeah, everything that we talked about today. This has been such an amazing episode of Visionary Music Festival. And I can't wait to see you next Friday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Until then, have a wonderful rest of your week and we will see you soon. Bye, everyone.